0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of watching the webhead I'm your host Delanell, and today we are reviewing the episode for uh, Spidey oh we'll meet Spidey and his amazing friends uh, the ep- the fourth episode a Helping of Hulk um okay uh we'll start off by saying that this might be my favorite uh, episode so far of the Series now, I I love me some Spider-Man, and um, there are many facets of him that I enjoy. Uh, This is our first episode where we see Spidey in combat and in action and full-blown using just about all of his powers and techniques and stuff. And uh, I was, I was, I was nervous. I didn't know, you know, when when I first. When I first even heard about the show coming out, I didn't know how deep they would go into actual combat. And it took us, you know, a few shorts before we finally see him actually battling a supervillain. So um they did a great job. They they they've sold me now. This is going to be fine. This series has covered all of the basics. And the last thing they covered now was combat. I'm fine. This show is not going to be a baby show and I kind of been saying that all along but yeah, we're 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 good. This this was pretty this was pretty dope for for, you know, a kid's show. This was dope. So, let's let's dive in. So Spidey it's nighttime. Spidey's swinging and he reaches uh, I guess he knew that Doc Ock, his layer was, or her layer was there. Yes, Doc Ock is a uh, a female. Um, and I'm guessing this was inspired from Into the Spider-Verse. Um, Katherine Hahn did a, a good job with uh, the the voice work. You know Katherine Hahn from uh, WandaVision. And there was Agatha all along and that whole bit. Um, but she did do uh, Doc Ock's voice, Olivia's voice, and into the Spider Verse. So um, this this Doc Ock is gotta be inspired. Um, although she does not look all like like the hair doesn't necessarily match, but it looks like the costume kind of does look like it's inspired. So um, you know. So anyway. Spidey's about to open the gate like a, a a ceiling overhead gate type thing to go inside of the layer. He looks inside first and sees there are a lot of lasers. You know, security is like tight, right? Then we hear something and Hulk lands. Hulk's like, hey, you you heard about this too? You ain't the only one that knows. And, uh, you know, so they they have a little exchange where Spidey's kind of like, all right, you got to be quiet. Because the whole time, Hulk is, like, stomping. You know, he obviously can't help it. But, like, he's stomping. And Spidey's like, no, we we need stealth. We got to, I don't know. Maybe you, are you sure you want to? And Hulk is like, yeah, let's go. Now, Hulk, in this show, I guess they're going the route of, there was a show on Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney XD, that was called Hulk and the Agents of Smash. I'm not sure if you've watched it. I've watched it. Because <clears throat> I watched all of the Marvel shows on Disney XD when they were out. The Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hulk had his team, Spidey. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of shows. And they were all interconnected. It was like It was like an MCU animated thing going on at that point. The problem with the shows and that universe was that the Hulk was on the Avengers show and the Hulk was on the uh, his own leading man and all these different Hulks, um, including his cousin Jennifer and, and stuff like that. The problem was, in the Avengers show, he was the Hulk that we know most most of the time as this raging guy that kind of... Oh, Hulk smash! Yeah, I but then on his show... He talked like I guess Professor Hulk from the MCU like the Infinity movie and Endgame and stuff. Like he was kinda like, Yeah, it's me. I'm just in Hulk form, but I'm I'm still able to, you know, I'm me. And um so whenever those two would cross over, uh they they it was a whole thing. I won't go into all of the details, but essentially Hulk They covered up this plot hole by saying Hulk acts like that with the Avengers because uh, some form of self consciousness or something. Um, ah, So, but Disney plus, you know, the the Disney once again decided to go with a Hulk that can talk normally. Um, He's not a caveman Hulk. So, in terms of like grammar and stuff. Um, so yeah, they they toned him down to be a little more of the Professor Hulk type uh, thing, but still, I guess a kid. So you know, it's 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 tough to say. The grammar from Hulk is it because he's a kid or is it a modified version of Professor Hulk or I don't know. But uh, so he's able to communicate with Spidey perfectly. Um, that's essentially what's happening here. So Spidey's like, all right, well, just follow my lead. We're gonna go down here, and we're gonna make this happen. This is like the first, the first like really awesome sequence that got me like really excited. So Spidey shoots a web and dangles it um, like a rope, so that way you know he can go down to this, to the bottom and just slide down on his web. So what he do- what the animation does, which I don't know if I'll be able to describe it accurately. Um, if you've seen it, you 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 kind of saw it, right? And it's 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 pretty cool. It's 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 such a Spider-Man move. Like it's just so unique to him. So while he's sliding down his web, there are some laces that kind of he's gonna make contact with. So he's able to like acrobatically. Move out of the way. But return to his web. It's just... it. My words cannot do it justice. He It really looks good. The animation looks very good. That's another thing. When you're animating a character like Spidey. Who can move in so many different ways. And contort his body in so many different ways. The animation has to be on point. Otherwise it's going to look really weird. Uh, but throughout the episode. We saw that they are up to the task uh, for making sure that he looks like a legit Spider-Man. Because, you know, in real life, we have our Spider-Man. And uh, that's how we compare him somehow, right? (laughs) Anyway, uh, so he makes it down to the bottom. And now it's Hulk's turn to come down. And Hulk, slightly reckless, while he's swinging down the web, the web begins to detach from its um, post point. And so, Hulk begins to fall, you know, free fall. Spidey, web. all of these lasers, right? They're green lasers. Now, Doc Ock is a green-themed villain. Hulk is a green-themed hero. I don't know... If the green lasers are just meant to, I don't know, if it's just randomly they chose green or if they wanted to use green for these two characters or at least for a Hulk tribute. I'm not entirely sure, but they're green lasers. So they have a a small conversation um, about how they're going to turn off the lasers. They see a bunch of Octobots sitting in the middle of the lair. And Spidey explains, yeah, they're on snooze because we haven't hit the alarm yet. So they're going to stay asleep as long as we, you know. So Spidey's going to try to go to the control console on the other side of the layer to deactivate the system or whatever. <clears throat> Hulk is ready to join and Spidey's like, "You, you just stay here. I'm going to Spidey my way over there because more lasers and you're too big and clumsy to... So we'll just... So he tells him, don't move a muscle. And uh, the Hulk, whatever. All right, now here's the only issue I had with the episode. It was a weird choice that they made. And it does alter the plot for what happens later on. So we'll see how the grading goes with it. But uh, Spidey, first of all, there's a pile of dirt in the layer. I don't... That was weird. It seemed like it was all concrete. Uh, but the next thing I know, there's like a pile of dirt. I say that because now, if you're watching the episode, the lasers are visible. They can clearly see the lasers. Spidey's able to avoid detection of the lasers. He knows when Hulk is about to make contact with a laser, he webs his limbs to keep him from making contact with laser. So why did Spidey have to do the trope of get some dust in the air to expose the lasers? Because that's what he did. First of all, the miracle of a pile of dirt just randomly there is is already kind of like, what? But then he takes it and throws it in the air. And so now it's a dusty, musky room. But he, he had to go through lasers to get to that pile. It was the strangest thing. I don't. I don't know. I. The episode implies that he even when he was outside, the episode implies he could see the lasers. So I don't know why he had to do that. That was an odd choice for the show. I. I, I don't know if they did that on purpose just to implement that so that kids could have that experience. Um. And I mean, obviously, if that's the case, that's corny. That. It was a weak way to do it. That, that yeah, it, it didn't work. Um, <clears throat> but because he did that, uh, the Hulk ends up uh, ready to sneeze. So Spidey makes it to the end of the, you know, he makes it to the control console. But before he can really do anything, Hulk is ready to sneeze. So Spidey jumps back and uh, webs Hulk once again to keep him from making contact with the laser. And this is, this is like, the funny part here. So Spidey does that, saves it, and then he he does... Like, we've seen so many times with, with characters. You wipe away the sweat off your forehead in a dramatic way with your hand. It's like, woo! And then you, like, throw your hand as if you're throwing off the sweat from your hand. He does this. Spidey does this. Like, oh, I did it. And when he puts his hand out, he ends up hitting a laser. <laughs> So after all of that, I mean, we've seen this trope before, but after all of that, you know, isn't it funny how people be like on your case and then their case is not even, you know, ready to go? So he's like bugging Hulk, be careful, be careful. And then like he does the most careless thing to trigger the, the alarm. So he does that. And then the Octobots wake up, there's alarm sounding, you know, the whole shebang. And, uh... So there's four of them. We didn't really know how many there were because they were all kind of in a pile, in a heap. And they didn't really um, zone in on how many there were. But there are four of them. And they began to attack Spidey. So Spidey, uh, this is our first time with him in combat now. So Spidey does a pretty decent job of avoiding some of the tentacles of these Octobots. And uh, the Octobots, let me just describe them real quick. So they are, they look basically like mini Doc ox. They're like disc bodies. They have like disc type bodies that have four tentacles on them. And they um, they have like a little set of eyes that, that glow or whatever. And, um, you know, they're, they're little they're little cute little Octobots. I don't know what to tell you. And um, so, you know, it's four i them going against Spidey. Spidey gets grabbed by one of them. Both of his arms are like, whatever. The, uh, the Octobot throws him into the other three Octobots who are ready to like grab him and pin him down. Spidey escapes doing a couple of swift on-the-floor movements like only a Spider-Man can. And he ends up leaping into the air, webbing all of them And a web lasso, and then he kind of runs around them and and just keeps webbing them up, webbing them up. So they're kind of like bind there, as you would see like a person being bound up with several layers of rope, if they're like a hostage or something, I don't know. Um, So he webs them up, and he's like, all right, nailed it. And then they break out, and then they do, um, so the octobots can transform into one big octobot. So, like I said, they're like disks. So the disks just end up sitting on top of each other to make one long, like, uh, tower of Octobots. And then the top one, his eyes are open, but the other three, they kind of, I guess, they're programmed to just kind of go into hibernation or whatever. So now there's this big Octobot with uh, all of these tentacles. Um, And so Spidey, you know, is starting to feel overwhelmed. So he, he turns to Hulk. He's like, Hulk, a little help. And Hulk is a jerk. Uh, he says, oh, well, you know, someone told me to stay perfectly still and don't move a muscle. Like, bro, you you haven't stayed still the entire episode. What are you talking about? You haven't stayed still one second. You've been moving and sneezing and all these different things and whatever, man. You want to be a dick about it? Go ahead and knock yourself out. So uh, Spidey's like, oh, I'm sorry. He apologizes. You didn't have to, Spidey. You you really did not well it's fine. So he's like, I'm sorry. I could really use your uh what do you call it? Like Spidey says, like, what do you call it? Or what's that move called? And Hulk is like, Oh yeah, Hulk smash and then he he does it and launches the octobot thingy in the air, it lands in Hulk's hand, um, and then he just slams it into the ground and kinda of, like is stuck in the ground. Doc Ock is on, like, this big panel screen or whatever. She's like, no, my, my, my op Oh, I'll get you for this. I'll make more adventures to take over the city. And Spidey's like, we'll be ready. Me and, and then Hulk interrupts and says, Hulk, super friend. And then he, like, Spidey holds out a fist bump. And Hulk gives him that fist bump and then just, Knocks him out of the way. We've seen that trope, and uh, Spidey's like, "I'm okay," and uh, that's pretty much how the episode ends. I like I said, this is like my favorite because, probably because seeing Spider-Man in action is like one of my favorite things about Spider-Man. Um, you know, I love I love just about every part of his story. You know, as a, as a character, Peter Parker and Spider-Man, I love them both. Um and I love it when the two of them help each other. Like there's times where, you know, Peter Parker will have to do something in order for Spider Man to have the room to do what he needs to do. And it's I love seeing stories like that and vice versa. But um, you know, that this was this was engaging. They did the you know, the choreography was on point. It it looked like you really felt like you were watching, you know, Spider Man you know any kind of animation feature that you saw you you, you thought you were watching that here and um you know he, they they did a good job the, the stakes you never felt like spidey was in any, any real danger it's a kids show right like you you know he's fine but like they they somehow did a good job of giving him danger and like him feeling like he has to really get out of this um so that was good um, and, you know, the Hulk, he was annoying. Um, he, like, he was he was okay, but, like, he was just kind of annoying. He was, like, the whole episode was just you had to babysit him. <laughs> and I, I feel like almost every time that Spidey and the Hulk interact in the comics, it's like Spidey is, like, having to babysit him. And I wonder if that's like that with all the other heroes. I don't watch a I don't read a lot of the other comics, um, so I'm not too sure how they interact with him. But uh, Spidey is a low-key Hulk whisperer. Um, I mean, in the MCU, we see as Natasha, you know, the Black Widow, but um, Spidey is actually up there as one of the people that kind of knows how to, like, talk to Hulk and kind of rein him in and, you know, stuff like that. There's even a point uh, where... Um, the Avengers tried to get Spidey to track down the Hulk and take him out, and it was, like, a weird thing, and I don't know. So, um, but, you know, this, uh, th- th- this episode, like I said, was my favorite. <clears throat> the dust thing, the dirt thing, or whatever you want to call it, that was odd, unnecessary, and just ultimately forced. And it unfortunately was directly impactful of the plot. Like, the the only way that Hulk is going to sneeze is if that dust is in the air. And the only way that Spidey's going to hit the laser carelessly is if he's completely distracted by, you know, trying to make sure that Hulk is, is not going to mess up. So, I, it, 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 it's, it's, it's... And then, again, it's implied the entire time. Like, both Hulk and Spidey can see... The lasers, because Hulk is spending his time. Um, he's not paying attention as much, but like even when he's swinging down, he's still actively trying to avoid the lasers, just in a reckless manner. So it's not like you can say, "Oh, Spidey sense." Maybe he was able to look at the lasers. No, Hulk seemed like he was aware as well of what was happening with the lasers. So I, I have no idea. They, they, the characters don't say anything to imply anything why he's doing the dust thing, the dirt thing. I I literally I if you guys know what that was about, please let me know because I legitimately do not know what's happening here. Like the, it's legitimately confusing me. I don't why is my thing? Why? But I guess well, I don't know and that's why I'm like struggling right now whether to give it a 4 or a 3 like I started the episode telling you guys it was my favorite, it was but if I'm, you know, once again if I take my personal preferences out of the equation I I think I'm still give it a 4 I think um, the laser logic was weak but everything else was just Fantastic enough that I, I'm I'm good. It's it's fine. Uh so we're gonna give it a four. Our second four so far, so that's pretty good. The, the the laser thing is a little more forgivable than the other like the scooter thing and the 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 Aunt May thing, those are like come on. There is no kind of this this can't even happen here. It just seemed like it was a low IQ moment. Like, why did you do that? You didn't have to do that. <clears throat> that was weird. So I think that's my difference. Like, this wasn't something where it was like, what? How? It was more of, why? Why? Yeah, you know, Aunt May and the Scooter thing was like, how? Uh, this was more of like a why. And it, it, didn't, it wasn't a, a story killer. It was just an awkward, it, it, yeah, four stars. All right, guys. Um, so the next episode is, uh, uh, let me see. Hold on. Spidey Surprise. And the description says, Tracy, the little spider bot thingy, helps Spidey when he runs out of webs so that's gonna be interesting i'm I'm guessing that we're gonna see him probably swinging around and some kind of like spider man two thing where he'll be he'll try to web out and he won't then he'll fall and be like, oh my goodness uh so I wonder how they're going to I guess we'll finally get some lore into how he does his spider webs and the web oh the web fluid and stuff like that so I guess we'll we'll kinda I've just been recording. I I don't know if you can hear my voice starting to strain. I can feel it beginning to not sound the way it should. Um so guess we'll get out of here. I'll rest my voice and uh okay. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you want more, make sure you follow my uh, podcast here on whatever platform you're listening to. I don't know where you're at, really. Um and you know, check out my website, com and follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting Spider-Man stuff and 76ers stuff and other random stuff. Stuff. Right? What is that web fluid made out of anyway? Stuff? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep swinking.